The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Well, apparently Henry Cavill will not be Superman anymore. Uh, The Hollywood Reporter is uh, saying that this is the story. Neither Warner Brothers nor Cavill himself has confirmed this, but it seems fairly solid that this is the deal um i was really hoping there would be a cameo of him in uh, the shazam movie which makes sense but apparently they couldn't come to an agreement uh with cavill uh, to do that and it seems odd because this would have been just you know cameo so i mean you know i don't know if he would have interacted with the shazam character or what but it seems like that could have been uh, worked out uh, it, it cites scheduling conflicts, but uh, what scheduling conflicts? He he was finished with uh, Mission Impossible. He had shaved his mustache, <laughs> and uh, as far as The Witcher goes, that hasn't even started yet. So, and the Shazam movie is already, you know, so they're in post production now. Probably effects and whatnot, and music and all that. So the actual photography is, I'm pretty sure, is all but done. Maybe there's some reshoots and what have you, but. Now that movie's coming early next year, so I, I, I. So my guess is is the rumors about they were haggling over money, and that he was saying he should be paid a list uh, status and that sort of thing, uh, because his star seems to be rising. Uh, Warner Brothers probably nah, we don't agree with that, and. And uh, so they just come, couldn't come to an agreement. And plus, uh, the idea is that Warner Brothers apparently just doesn't have any plans for any more Superman movies. The idea was that he would make appearances in uh, these other DCEU uh, movies. And, uh, well, that's fine and all, but if there's not uh, a, a Superman franchise uh, anymore, then... <laughs> <laughs> what is he there for? Uh, plus, they said, oh, we're shifting our focus to a Supergirl movie. Which, after seeing what the CW has done with Supergirl, which is a terrible missed opportunity, because the first season wasn't half bad. But, oh my god, that is just awful. And, um... I, <laughs> so, I'm not looking forward to that. Uh, and I'm worried about what the Wonder Woman sequel will be like. The first Wonder Woman uh, movie was was spot on, uh, a great film, and uh, boy, a lot of people a lot of people could learn from that <laughs> when they're pushing their uh, female superheroes, and uh, you don't have to go down the misandry route with the female uh, future is female and whatnot. Uh, but I have a have a bad feeling about this, <laughs> so. Uh, so a, a DC cinematic universe with no Superman, uh, boy, that, uh, that just doesn't sound like that's going to work and kind of sort of no Batman, although there is the Batman movie coming. So I'm just, yeah, and we have to conclude that, yeah, that'll be recast. They kept talking about Ben Affleck being a part of it. Uh, maybe like a book in a footage where he's the 
older Batman remembering an old case, and then the new actor would play the younger Batman, all that sort of thing. I think they're just going to scrap all that, and it'll just be a new Batman, because uh, Affleck's got his own problems to deal with. And um, so uh, to kind of resolve all this, I think they really should reconsider <laughs> actually using the Flashpoint plot for the Flash movie that they keep saying they're doing. Uh, they've got Aquaman, Shazam, and Wonder Woman. Those are the movies that are definite. And then The Flash was supposed to be the next one, I believe, to come after those. And then, of course, Batman. And so The Flash movie, uh, before the Batman movie comes, I think they should just go ahead and do that one. And it, you know, you can have, by then, you better figure out who your new stars are. And they could have, like, brief cameos in it, maybe on television or something like that, where The Flash realizes things are different, or, you know, and he quickly forgets it because of the timeline uh, conforms, <laughs> you know, time stuff. And uh, that would be a good way to sort of nicely, you know, make all the movies work, because you're still using the narratives, you're still using these characters, primarily because Wonder Woman was so successful and she's so popular and everybody loves Gal, Gal Gadot in that role and everything. So you want to kind of smooth that out when you've got to reintroduce uh, Superman and Batman. So I think they should reconsider that. I mean, they keep talking about it. that It'll be called Flashpoint, but it won't be the Flashpoint story. It'll be more like Back to the Future, but still a time travel element in it. So they can kind of, you know, weave that in and hopefully, uh, they would do that just as a nod to this shared universe idea. They're still going forward with it. So. Uh, you might as well go ahead and let Flash play his part in that. Uh, that's my only advice. Uh, they got to have, I mean, you need to bring in Superman. They were saying, oh, Superman's like James Bond after a certain run. You have to look to new actors and whatnot and all that. Fine. But this idea that they're, they're not looking for a new Superman film for several years. Uh, yeah, that's not good. Um, that's a bad idea. And, uh, so. It's just, it's a shame. There's so many missed opportunities here. Too many cooks in the kitchen ruined uh, Batman v Superman and it's obviously Justice League. So I, I don't know what the deal is with Warner Brothers. It just can't seem to get their act together and they don't seem to learn any lessons from uh, what they did before. So it's uh, another one of these missed opportunities and we never really got to see a fully fleshed out uh, Henry Cavill Superman. And you can't really put the blame on his performance. Uh, you have to put the blame on the stories he was given. And uh, and it's not just Snyder. Like I said, again, too many cooks in the kitchen when it comes to Warner Brothers panicking and meddling and trying to redo things here at the last minute and just on and on and on. So that's too bad. But, uh, you know, he tried. <laughs> You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Sally, I told you you needed to lose at least 25 pounds, but since our last visit, you've gained 10. I know, Doctor, but no matter what I do, I just can't seem to fight my compulsion to eat. Hmm, well, perhaps you should try Slip Through. Slip Through? What's that? Why, it's the latest in diet pill medication. 
Utilizing the slip-through treatment, you can eat whatever you want, and you won't gain weight. In fact, of course, you'll lose it. Oh, well, give me it. Well, now, wait. Oh, ah, there. Of course, there are certain side effects, uh, including, oh, anal leakage, uh, projectile diarrhea, and, of course, your bed sheets will look like an empty pizza box. Wait, what? Well, you got to understand, as the slip-through denies your body its ability to store fat, well, it, the food's got to go somewhere. So, of course, it slips through. Oh, you mean, oh, oh. Ah, it's working already. Slip through available at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and other fine pharmacies. Warning: Slip through may result in projectile vomiting, projectile diarrhea, anal linkage, bleeding urine, bleeding eyes, uh, organ failure, and memory loss. You have been warned. Like the sound of my voice? Yes, you know you do, and you want to hear it in the best way possible. So why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from Tweaked Audio? Key features include eight colors and styles, mic'd and non-mic'd versions, designed to sound great for music and talk. Noise-reducing design with a lifetime warranty. So head over to tweakedaudio.com and use discount code Mr. Nelson at checkout for 33% off and free worldwide shipping. That's Mr. Nelson. MR. N-A-I-L-S-I-N It's not case sensitive, but it is all one word. That's tweakedaudio.com Here's a film that makes Vincent Price's last man on earth look like Citizen Kane. A tax-cheating man, his self-absorbed wife, and his lazy lawyer find themselves to be the last three people on earth. Well, actually, the last three people in Puerto Rico, as they never really bothered to establish the whole world is dead. Anyway, they spend the rest of the movie fighting over the last woman while she enjoys the attention. Also in this package, deal is chapter two of Flash Gordon, Space Soldiers, Gaka of the Universe. Ming pouts and feels sorry for himself, while Flash and his gang go hiking in the mountains. This film, like many of the films in my store, contains music by Kevin MacLeod. Warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. So what are you waiting for? Why don't you head over to Selfie.com slash Nelson and get your hands on some of these goodies. That's Selfie, S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash Nelson, N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Nelson. Yes, it's just that simple. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Smellogs Poop, the super delicious laxative, presents The Adventures of Sun King. Faster than the speed of light, more powerful than an atomic bomb, able to leap the moon in a single bound. What? Up in the sky! It's a comet! It's a UFO! No! It's Sun King! Yes, Sun King. And who? Disguised as mild-mannered tabloid reporter Mark Milktit, fights a never-ending battle for truth and justice. One fine morning, on the streets of Cityopolis, we find Mark Milktit, tabloid reporter for Capes Confidential, on his way to work 
within an Uber vehicle when suddenly it's deliberately rammed by a taxi cab. Now see here, you did that on purpose. Prove it. Say, uh, that was no accident. Uh, he deliberately ran into us. Why? Well, he belongs to the Cab Protection Union, an organization that is trying to victimize independent driving companies. Later that evening, within the privacy of his apartment, Mark milked it disrobes, revealing his Sun King costume. Cab Protective Union, eh? Sounds like a job for Sun King. Lifting up his window, Sun King leaps out into the skies over Cityopolis. Up, up, above and beyond! And soon Sun King lands atop the roof of the office building that houses the offices of Uber. Hmm. It appears I got here just in time. For inside the offices, the local Uber manager is being threatened by a large thug. Now listen, you. The boss says you gotta join the union or you'll get the same medicine we doled out to your drivers. You! You've assaulted my men and smashed my cars! Go back to your crooked chief and tell him I want nothing to do with him or his union! Go on! Get out! <laughs> sure you won't join, eh? Sure you won't change your mind? Oh, a gun! But, well, go ahead! Go ahead and shoot, you bloody murderer! Green snut. I've got to act fast. Suddenly, Sun King smashes down through the skylight and intervenes. What the hell's going on here? Mind if I cut in? Oh, so, honing in on my action, huh? Uh, you'll get the same medicine. Put that toy down. You might hurt somebody, namely yourself. Suddenly, Sun King grabs the thug's pistol and crushes it in his bare hands. Oh, holy shit! Yeah, you crushed it like it was paper. What the hell is this? Why, it's my fist. Here, sniff it. What? What? Oh! You needn't worry yourself about this thug or any of the other thugs at all. I'll take care of this. Well, where are you taking him? To his crooked bosses at the taxi cab union. And with that, Sun King streaks across the skylines of Cityopolis once again, headed toward the offices of the local taxi cab union. But suddenly, the henchman comes to. Whoa, 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 what's going on? Oh my god, how full! Ah, uh, uh, don't be a pussy. Wh wh where are you taking me? Uh? Why, we're going to have a little chat with your bosses at the taxi cab union. Uh, no, we ain't! Suddenly, the henchman produces a knife and attempts to stab Sun King. But Sun King loses his grip and, well... No, no, no! Whoops! Oh, well, damn it. And at that moment, outside the front door of the taxicab union offices, two more henchmen are smoking cigarettes. Hey, I wonder where Pete is. He should have been here by now. Yeah, you think he could finish up with that idiot over at the Uber offices already? Yeah, I... Oh, oh my God, look at that! Move! What? Move! <laughs> What the hell is that guy? Uh, it, it, it looks like... Hey, it is. It's Pete. He looks like he's dead. Oh, I never thought those Uber guys could be that rough. Well, then perhaps you should rethink a great many things. What the hell? Uh, a flying man. 
in his underwear. Oh, that's that sun guy. I see him on the news. Sun guy, eh? Uh, what do you want? Why, I'd like a tour of your taxi cab garage. Uh, nothing doing. How about I just, uh, ventilate your ass? Suddenly, the thug produces a gun and opens fire on Sun King. But of course, due to his protective force field, the bullets merely bounce off of Sun King's body and bounce back right into the two thugs. <laughs> it seems your partner here is dead, so I guess you'll have to give me that tour. Tour? I need medical attention. Well, here's hoping there's a first aid kit inside. And with that, Sun King lifts up the wounded henchman and smashes through the wall into the taxicab garage. <sighs> what are you going to do? Well, since you and your gang have been trashing Uber drivers' vehicles, I figured it's only fair if I trash some of yours. At that, Sun King's belt begins to glow with its ultimate power and suddenly from its center releases a giant bolt of pure solar energy directed at the collection of taxicab vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> A melted ball of flaming ruin! What the, the Who is this? Boss! Uh, this is Sun King! He's a monster! He pisses laser beams! So, Sun King, we made at last! And who might you be? My name is Maximite! I am the world's most brilliant mind, thanks to a strange scientific experiment that resulted in my brain power. Power that I've utilized in the pursuit of crime. But if you're as truly as brilliant as you claim, why would you waste your talents on something as petty as crime? Because the experiment that resulted in my brilliance also left me in this wheelchair, and the world turned its back on me. So I will be satisfied with nothing short of complete world and you believe you'll achieve that by organizing a taxi cab protection racket? Yeah, well, you know, you gotta start somewhere. Well, you haven't begun your pathway to world domination, Maximite. You've only started your career to prison. Come along now. Like, oh, 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 that stench. Oh, it's ungodly. Yeah, uh, well, uh, I haven't been changed. You, uh, you caught me on a bad time, Sun King. I mean, what can I tell you? <sighs> well, whatever the case may be, they can clean you up at the county jail. Now, come along, Maximite. Now, don't come any closer, Sun King. Ignoring Maximite's warning, Sun King steps forward, and one of the panels on the floor seems to give way, activating some sort of weapon that sends jolts of energy coursing through Sun King's body. What the hell, Sun King? I warned you, didn't I? <laughs> oh no, has Sun King been defeated by a crippled old man in a wheelchair? Find out in the next exciting episode of The Adventures of Sun King! King. King.
The Adventures of Sun King is a Nelson production. All characters and stories are written and performed by me, Douglas Nelson, with music by Kevin McLeod and other public domain sources. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Sometimes I feel fat and attractive. But then I go shop at Walmart where the average customer is at least 400 pounds. And I'm nowhere near in that ballpark, so I feel great. (laughs) Thank you, Walmart. Yes, Walmart, where you can simply look around and feel better about yourself. Unless, of course, you're regular. Say, gang, can't get enough of Mr. Nelson? <laughs> yes, and who can? Well, to help out in between shows, why don't you head over to Zazzle.com slash V underscore M-R underscore N-A-I-L-S-I-N underscore store. <laughs> yes, it's just that simple. There you'll find all kinds of t-shirts, mugs, stickers, and pins, and even hats. Yes, that's right. All adorned with artwork by yours Truly, Mr. Nelson. And of course, most prominently, the Mr. Nelson t-shirt, the Mr. Nelson pins, buttons, uh, bumper stickers, and the mugs. Uh, Did I say mugs? Yeah. And a night-night shirt, that too. Oh, yes, yes. And other lovely shirts that uh, feature artwork from uh, my Selfie store, my Selfie.com store slash Nelson, where you can watch my little poor man mystery science theater movies. Yes, 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 yes. And uh, other t-shirts and stuff that I did just for fun, uh, and even the uh, the Rob Saul Show uh, t-shirt is there. Yes, you can have all those goodies. You need to go to Zazzle.com slash the Mr. Nelson store. That's right, the Mr. Nelson store. Zazzle.com slash the underscore M-R underscore N-A-I-L-S-I-N underscore store. <laughs> oh, yeah! It's just that easy. Huh. This is Smedley uh, from Night Night, and uh, you're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Cineopolis finds a high-speed pursuit chase by police officers after a suspect. We catching up, we catching up. Yeah, he's heading for that uh, construction site. We got him now. What the hell is that? What's this? Suddenly, a strange-looking motorcycle cuts in between the squad car and the fugitive vehicle. Oh, hell, that's that Night Fury chick. Who? Hey, some crazy broad who dresses up like night night. Why in the hell would anyone want to do that? <laughs> who can explain women? <laughs> yeah, I heard that. <laughs> Suddenly, Night Fury's motorcycle fires off two small missiles. Holy shit, what the hell? Oh, man, she blew up the car. And as the officers arrive on the scene of the flaming ruin that was the suspect's vehicle, they see off to the side. Night Fury beating the crap out of the driver. Uh, 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 Take that! Uh, 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 
Well, he's all yours, officers. By the way, what did he do? He, uh, he ran a red light. That's why we were pulling him over and why he was turning into this construction site where we could uh, talk to uh, him. Oh. And the next morning at the office of Police Commissioner Charles Wetman. God damn it. Bad enough we gotta put up with Night Night's interference. I'll be damned if we're gonna have to put up with his groupie as well. But, sir, what can we do? Like all mass vigilantes, she wears a mask. How can we find her when we don't know who she is? Maybe we can't, Chief O'Reilly. But I know one man who probably can. You mean? That's right, Chief O'Reilly. And at this, Commissioner Charles Wetman opens a drawer in his desk and pulls out a peculiar-looking cell phone. A special cell phone with a crescent moon emblazoned on it. He opens it up, and it leads him to a direct, secret, untraceable line to the night's lair. Oh, so you're calling the night-night. Yeah. I, I thought you were going to call the FBI. No, the FBI doesn't deal with people in tights. Meanwhile, within the night's lair, we find Lyle Richman and Dick Sprung, who are, in reality, Night-Night and Boobo. Check out these new tights, Boobo. They're water-resistant and yet breathable, and, at certain distances, can even deflect some bullets. Huh, yeah, but you know what you need to do? No, what? You need to put a filter in the Night-Night panties so that when you fart, it smells like roses. <laughs> Damn it, Boobo. First of all, they're not... Panties! And second of all, farting is hardly a lethal threat. Huh! Could have fooled me! Some of those times we're on stakeout of the night cruiser and you let one rip? Oh man, that's pretty close to lethal for me! <laughs> it's a lie! It's a lie! What is it, Smedley? Commissioner Wetman's on that phone! Won't stop Oh boy! Hmm. <clears throat> Hello, Wetman. Hey, night night. So, you've finally seen the light. And realize the error of your ways <laughs> in denying the city its greatest champion against the crappy, creepy world of crime. Oh, God damn it, I'm about to hang up on you. Don't shut up! The only reason I call for your help, Night Night, is to deal with the problems that you created. And in this case, you got a goddamn copycat psycho running around interfering with police business, and I'm gonna need you to bring her in. Delude yourself any way you want, Whitman. But it's clear to me that you desperately need my expertise in this particular case. And although I understand, due to your delusion, that you must vent because of your rage that is actually angry at yourself for your incompetency. However, there's only so much the Night Knight can take. For the Night Knight is no man's whipping boy. Yeah, but you let the pink elephant spank you that time. <laughs> Shut up, Boobo! I said no man. Yeah, uh, 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 oh yeah. You guys coming or not? Yeah, we'll be right over. Get your ass in the night cruiser. No, oh, boy! And soon at Commissioner Wetwin's office. It is often said that imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. However, I cannot allow this amateurish bungling to possibly tarnish the night night. Name. Eh, don't worry about that, Night Night. Nobody could possibly tarnish the Night Night name more than Night Night. <laughs> In order to conduct my investigation, of course, I'll need access to whatever physical evidence you may have, Commissioner. 
Well, the vehicle was pretty well burnt up. However, we do have the victim's clothing in the evidence room. Uh, Chief O'Reilly, why don't you show him down at the evidence room? And in the police department's evidence room... Oh, get it! What are we looking for in these old bloody clothes, night-night? A clue, you idiot. According to the description of the crime, this Night Fury woman fired off rockets from her motorcycle. Now, the size of those rockets must be unusually small, and yet able to destroy an entire vehicle. So this would take a specialized chemical compound in order to achieve this. Something that could be traceable all the way back to Night Fury herself. We need only fine samples of said chemical in order to do this. Well, how the hell's bloody beer pants gonna do that? It's possible, you moron, that residue from the explosive chemicals splashed on the pants themselves. Huh, I don't see any chemicals on it. All right. Oh, <laughs> oh man, these pants stink. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's because the driver shit himself and Night Fury kicks him in the gut. <laughs> You could have told us, really. Yeah, I could have. <coughs> Poo-wee! <laughs> we need to open the window. <laughs> Boy, I bet you wish you had them filtered panties now. <laughs> what girl did that do? I didn't poop my pants, you idiot. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, yeah. Wait a minute. This stain. I ain't gonna go nowhere near no stains on them pants. No, stupid. This stain shows the telltale signs of chemical residue. I must secure a fibrous sample, take it back to the lab of the Night's Lair, and test it for the elements... Within. The night cruiser, Bobo! Oh boy! And back at the night's lair, according to the night night computer analysis, the explosive chemicals were a combination of three different sources, all of which were individually ordered and sent to a YW at apartment 69 at the Lavender Lounge Apartments. Ah, damn! She didn't use her full name, night night! Now we'll never know who she is. <laughs> Dumbass! We'll just go over there and see who lives there. Uh, uh, oh. And soon at the apartment complex known as Lavender Lounge, Night Night and Bubo hang from their Night Night cables outside the window of apartment 69. Oh, oh get a Charlie horse. Can't maintain this position crouching against the wall and holding my grip on the cable. Plus, I'm having difficulty... Breathing. Huh, I ain't having no trouble breathing. Of course, I don't have a big fat gut in my way. <laughs> Shut up, you asshole. Oh, wait, I hear something. Huh? I don't see nothing. What? Oh, oh no. Uh, the wall's moving. Uh, it must be haunted in there or something. Quiet, Bubu. You'll learn her. It's obviously a false wall, and coming out of it is there. Night Fury. Oh, man. There she is. But she's still wearing her mask. Ah, we still don't know who she is. Maybe we should have looked into the records that shows who lives here. Don't be ridiculous. Uh, um, hmm. Hey, she's uh, taking her cape off. What? Oh, yeah. She, whoa. That's not all she's taking off. Whoa, mama. Boy, her butt's giving me a funny feeling. Quick, get the camera. Oh, night, night. Naughty, naughty. No, you idiot. She's taking off her mask. Huh? Oh, yeah. Huh. I don't know who the hell that is. Me neither. But there's something... Familiar about her. Yeah, well, that's probably because she kind of looks like that chick that's in that picture on Commissioner Wetwin's desk, you know, right next to the picture of his wife. Holy crap. But of course, that's Yvonne Wetwin. Who? Commissioner Wetwin's daughter. Oh, no, is this true? Is the Commissioner's daughter Night Night's number one fan? 
Find out the next exciting episode of Night Night. This has been a Nail Sin production. The Night Night theme song is performed by Alistair White and his lovely wife, Heather. Incidental music is courtesy of Kevin McLeod. All characters are performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Join us again, won't you? Uh, okay, I gotta do an update. <laughs> I did one with Nelson News over the Olivia Munn thing, so it's time to do this. With this one, I should have anticipated it, but again, I am under the weather. Uh, so, uh, Warner Brothers uh, issued a statement on this according to Variety, and I'm assuming they're being honest, because <laughs> I just assumed that Hollywood Reporter knew what it was talking about. Uh, but the statement goes, uh, while no decisions have been made regarding any upcoming Superman films, uh, we've always had great respect for and a great relationship with Henry Cavill, and that remains unchanged. That's not really a denial that they parted ways on Superman. It just means they have a good relationship with him and he might appear in other films that they might want to do down the road and that sort of thing. Uh, but as far as Superman goes, that's not really a denial, but it's not a confirmation either uh, that they have no plans for uh, new Superman films. Well, <laughs> that's that's bad news in and of itself. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the, uh, there, and then, uh, Henry Cavill's agent, Danny Garcia, she said, be peaceful. The cape is still in his closet. Uh, Warner Brothers has been and continues to be our partners as they evolve the DC universe. Anticipate a Warner Brothers statement later today. Now, this, she did hers earlier. This, uh, this, the timestamps at 1045 this morning. And then uh, the Variety tweet was at 12.33. So uh, I don't know exactly when Warner Brothers issued this statement, but I'm assuming that's the one that she was expecting. Um, but still, <laughs> hers is a little more optimistic about him remaining Superman, but um, it's still not a confirmation or, or denial. Uh Interestingly enough, uh, Bounding into Comics was talking about this, and they reminded people that uh, 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 Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who's supposed to be Black Adam, part of the uh, Shazam uh, story, and that he would get his own film as uh, Black Adam, and they would tell that whole story. And he was gung-ho for having Henry Cavill appear in the film as Superman, so... And uh, interestingly enough, uh, Danny Garcia is his ex-wife, and uh, she's still his manager. So <laughs> uh, it's it's uh, it's a small world, isn't it? Uh, so I, I'm wondering, uh, would this upset uh, Dwayne Johnson if he can't have Henry Cavill on board as Superman? And there's always there's been some rumblings that he might be wanting to back out of the whole thing altogether. That could be the case too. I you know who knows, but. Um, so it's it's a strange thing, and it's a similar somewhat over. It has to be uh, the money uh, dealing w with Cavill, and 
uh, it, it, his, it says his scheduling conflicts, but I'm not really buying that too much. Yes, he had a lot to do with the Mission Impossible movie and all that. And then he's got this Witcher TV series coming up. But uh, to film cameos, I'm not buying that. So, uh, so saying there's no Superman films, that doesn't necessarily rule out him appearing in the other films and cameos and whatnot, and especially with Shazam. Uh, there was it, it just would have made a lot of sense for him to be in it, but I guess they could use old footage or something for Billy Batson to watch him on TV or something like that. But anyway, uh, but the idea that they had no plans for another Superman film, that's... Uh, <laughs> don't like hearing that. Uh, but uh, so... And then they're going forward with Supergirl, but Supergirl's not going to replace Superman. And if you're thinking that, it just... It betrays the obvious that people at Warner Brothers don't understand this DC comic book universe, and they need somebody who does in order to write that ship. And uh, these directions just shows to me they don't have anybody there that uh, appreciates and respects it. I mean, if you drop Superman altogether, that's a huge mistake, and you might as well go back to the standalone films that have nothing to do with each other if you're going to be doing that. Um uh, another little tidbit story was that there was apparently some discussion of Michael B. Jordan playing Superman. <laughs> there is stories within the DC universe uh, where there's a parallel universe where there was a Val Zod character on uh, uh, a brand new Earth 2. Not the original Earth 2. I know it's confusing. <laughs> and uh, he became that world's Superman after a long series of events. Interestingly enough, the story did involve a Superman being taken over by Darkseid and turned evil. Uh, later, it was revealed he was just a clone of Superman, but nevertheless, that seemed to be kind of the hint and plot of uh, 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 Batman versus Superman and uh, the, or the Justice League that would have happened had it gone through, I guess. that uh, That's what Batman was worried about, that Superman could turn evil under the control of uh, Darkseid. And that, you know. So... That, oh, will they still be following that storyline and end up with uh, a black Superman? I don't know. But I think this is much ado about nothing when it comes to that. There seems that are going forward with a Supergirl film and that she would be their super person. Um, and uh, uh, Michael B. Jordan as Superman is probably more of a sort of like Idris Elba being James Bond, <laughs> which turned out not to be true. Idris Elba himself confirmed that. Um, and people like to toy around with that stuff. They shouldn't, but they do. And um, interestingly enough, uh, Henry Cavill is one that's in the talks possibly to succeed Daniel Craig as the next James Bond. So uh, Warner Brothers, again, needs to get its act together. <laughs> and you can't just eliminate Superman from your DC universe like that. Uh, if, you, if you can't get Cavill, then, yeah, you're going to have to recast it. And... Uh, you need to poop or get off the pot. Anyway, there's the update. <laughs> Again, apologies for being under the weather. But uh, I figured I should do that considering things have changed. So there you have it. Uh, thanks for listening. And uh, we'll do it again, hopefully, when I'm in better health. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson Show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked.
here. Sniff it. What? what? 